Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, February 18th, and farmers today have been protesting against center's new farm laws and gathered at railway stations across the country to block train tracks as part of a 4-hour nationwide rail roku protest. This is an attempt to pressurize the government to repeal the new agriculture laws. According to PTI, the railways deployed 20 additional companies of RPSF troops across the country ahead of the protest. Arun Kumar, Director General of Railway Protection Force, appealed to everyone to maintain peace, adding that extra security measures are being taken in states like Punjab, Haryana, UP and West Bengal. The DG said that he wanted to persuade farmers to not cause inconvenience to passengers. The rail roku protest was announced by the Samyukta Kisan Morcha or the SKM. the umbrella body of farmer unions spearheading the agitations the railway blockade will be the third major demonstration by farmers following the republic day tractor rally and the chakka jam on february 6th jagtar singh bajwa spokesperson of the kisan andolan committee at the gazipur border told ani that the rail roku protest will be peaceful adding that the agitating farmers will do what they can to avoid inconveniencing passengers and offer them refreshments Two minor Dalit girls were declared brought dead in hospital and another was in a serious condition after they were found in an unconscious state in a village in Unnao district in eastern Uttar Pradesh yesterday. The girls were found in a field in the evening by villagers when they did not return after they left home to collect fodder for the cattle. Chief Medical Superintendent of Unnao District Hospital Basant Bhat told reporters that it appeared like a case of organophosphorus poisoning, a chemical that is used in insecticides. However, Videos have emerged where family members could be heard making conflicting claims about the condition in which the girls were found in the field. In one video, the brother of the girl who was struggling for life could be heard saying the victims were found with their limbs tied with their stoles. It made locals question how victims could consume poison if their hands were tied. In another video, the mother of the young girl could be heard saying that the hands were not tied and did not express doubt on anybody. According to the Hindu Police sources said policemen from nine police stations were camping in the village. Enraged locals said they would dig the graves themselves and ask the administration to not use an earth mover for the purpose. The opposition was quick to react and described it as yet another example of the deteriorating law and order situation in Uttar Pradesh. Chandrasekhar Azad of the Bhim Army said women were not safe in the state and demanded the survivor to be referred to AIMS in New Delhi. The Supreme Court today disposed of the Suomoto proceedings initiated to probe an alleged conspiracy to frame ex-CGI Ranjan Gogoi in an alleged sexual harassment case. The top court had registered the Suomoto case back in 2019 to examine the alleged conspiracy against the judiciary after the allegations of sexual harassment against Gogoi became public. A bench said that the Justice A.K. Patnaik panel was not able to get electronic records like WhatsApp messages. to probe into the conspiracy and hence no purpose would be served by continuing with the suomoto case the woman who joined the supreme court in may 2014 had claimed victimization for resisting unwelcome advances when she was posted at the residence office of former cji gogoi in october 2018 soon after the controversy erupted in april 2019 the office of the supreme court secretary general had in a statement denied the charges calling them absolutely false and scurrilous Gogoi had termed the complaint as an attempt to deactivate the office and a conspiracy to threaten the independence of the judiciary. An inquiry into a complaint by an in-house committee comprising Justice S. A. Bobde, the current CJI, Indu Malhotra, and Indira Banerjee 
had, however, found no substance in her charges and gave a clean shit to the former CJI, the woman staffer who had withdrawn from the proceedings of an inquiry committee on the ground that she was not allowed legal representation, had expressed disappointment over the findings. Climate activist Disha Ravi, who was arrested in the toolkit case, moved the Delhi High Court seeking direction to the Delhi police against leaking any probe material, including alleged contents of private chat or communication by the petitioner to a third party. In her plea, the 22-year-old Bengaluru-based climate activist also sought to restrain media from publishing extracts of her private chats. She sought action against the television channels News 18, India Today and Times Now for publishing contents of her alleged private chats with third parties, thereby violating the cable TV network rules. The toolkit on the farmers' protest had come under the police scanner after Swedish environmental activist Greta Thunberg tweeted it on February 3rd, with police claiming the sequence of events in the farmers' protest including the violent incidents at Red Fort on Republic Day, was a copycat of the alleged action plan in the document. Police have so far arrested Ravi in connection with the case, while advocate and activist Nikita Jacob and activist Shantanu Muluk have secured transit bail. On Wednesday, the Bombay High Court gave bail to Jacob, against whom a non-bailable warrant was issued in Delhi in the case, on a 25,000 rupees personal bond. On Tuesday, a Delhi court had directed Delhi police to hand over Ravi a copy of the FIR and other documents related to her arrest in connection with a toolkit on the farmers' protest. The court also permitted her to get warm clothes, masks and books. Chief Metropolitan Magistrate Pankaj Sharma allowed Ravi to speak with the family members over phone for 15 minutes a day and meet with her lawyer for 30 minutes a day while she is in police custody. At News Laundry, we have covered the suspect patterns of Delhi police investigations for months now. Last year, we did a series on their investigation in the communal carnage in Delhi, which was, to put it mildly, full of loopholes. Back then, a media trial against activist Umar Khalid on Z News also brought alleged leaks by the Delhi police under judicial spotlight. To understand the mechanics of such trials, you can read my piece titled How Z News is Trying to Prejudice the Delhi Riots Trials. You'll find it on our website, newslaundry.com. If you like our reporting on the Indian media, please do consider subscribing to News Laundry. You can do so by heading over to the website and clicking on the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs only 300 rupees a month. So please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. Ishri Dharan, one of India's most eminent engineers who headed the Delhi Metro Rail Corporation or the DMRC for 17 years, will make his entry into politics in Kerala through the BJP. Sridharan is popularly called Metro Man for his spearheading of the Delhi Metro project in the national capital and subsequently helping the Kerala government in an advisory role in setting up the Kochi Metro. He's expected to take primary membership of the BJP during the upcoming Vijayatra led by the party state president, K. Surendran. Surendran said at a press conference in Korikod that the party has requested Sridharan to contest the upcoming assembly elections. According to the Indian Express, it is believed that if the central leadership exerts pressure, the 88-year-old may accept the candidature. Sridharan, who was the managing director of the DMRC between 1995 and 2012, was bestowed the Padma Shri and the Padma Vibhushan by the Indian government. He is also known for his key role in the development of the Konkan Railway through India's western coast. West Bengal Minister Jakir Hossain and some of his supporters were injured after some unidentified attackers hurled crude bombs at them at Nimtita railway station in Murshidabad district last night. According to the Indian Express, 
the incident occurred around 9:45 pm hussain the minister of state for labor was waiting on platform number 2 to catch a train to kolkata when he was attacked hospital sources told express that hussain suffered serious injuries in his hands and legs all the injured were taken to the murshidabad medical college and hospital hussain is known to be close to subendu adhikari former tmc minister who joined the bjp in december last year abu tahir khan tmc's murshidabad district president said that it is not clear who had attacked hussain and that he had asked the sp to conduct a thorough probe into the incident and find out who was responsible dilip ghosh the state's bjp president said that the incident is proof that there is no law and order in the state and that even ministers are not safe the incident came hours after the tmc expelled musharraf hussain president of the murshidabad zila parishad on charges of anti party activities in the united states texas officials warned of disasters within the disaster of historic cold weather that left millions without heat for a third day this week telling residents to prepare for energy to not return until the weekend according to reuters residents in over 100 counties in texas have been told to boil their drinking water as treatment plants continue to suffer from energy blackouts upward of 12 million people in the state which is the country's second largest with a population of roughly 29 million either have no drinking water on tap in their homes or have drinking water available only intermittently energy remains out for 2.7 million households with freezing temperatures expected throughout the weekend getting the lights back on will be a slow process as the state has lost 40% of its generating capacity with natural gas wells and pipelines along with wind turbines frozen shut hospitals in houston the state's largest city and elsewhere in texas have reported they have no water nearly two dozen deaths have been attributed to the cold snap officials say that they suspect many more people have died but their bodies have not been discovered yet last night officials told residents in the most populous parts of the state to brace for another round of freezing rain and snow in the next 24 hours the cold forced some residents to choose between staying in dark and cold homes some with frozen or broken water pipes or face possible covid-19 exposure at local relief centers governor greg abbott told a news conference that he expected a nuclear plant in south texas to come back online last night which along with coal fired plants should provide enough power for 400000 homes that's all the news we have for you today have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel